0: Brooke, and this is the macabre cast
1: and i'm nikon
0: for episode 41 our f- first october episode happy halloween yes it is time it's been officially spooky season for us for the last like month and a half month and a half personally but for everyone else i guess it's the start of spooky
2: seasons um here's my thoughts on that do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> I hate summer, so as soon as August hits, I'm like, all right, like, I'm ready to be done with all this. Right,
0: time <laughs> for cold weather, time for fall. Orange time for, colors. Yeah. Like... I was looking outside um, my, like, sliding door this morning and was like so excited because all of the trees along
2: our stretch mm-hmm, of road they're... are starting to turn it's so pretty yeah. yeah it's my
1: favorite time of year me
2: too mm-hmm. and particularly this road that we live on is it's like really pretty lined with trees and that was one of the reasons why I like really fell in love with this apartment building mm-hmm. um was just because I thought that that was so like nice and pretty um and this time of year it's like so nice when all the leaves yeah. fall it's just like crazy
0: yeah, and the air starts having that different, like, smell. Like, yeah. even when it's warm, it it has, like, the fall feel to yeah. it. Yeah,
2: well, it's like, you know, cause here in Washington right now, at least global warming, it's still hot <clears throat> in September now for us. Yep. It didn't used to be. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I always notice this time of year the humidity changes and if you look outside it's like there's like that gross stillness in the air Mm -hmm. and you can see that all the leaves look like they are like so sad like they're so dry but they're still green but they're so dry and they're just hanging on by a thread onto the like trees yeah
1: me too same
2: hanging on by a thread yeah
0: um there's like a weird distinction that I always feel this time of year weather wise Mm -hmm. which I'm not sure if like other people vibe with this but I feel like in the summer because like there are cold days in the summer but in the summer when it's cold it's it's like there's an underlying base of heat Mm -hmm. in the summer and then you feel the cold over top of the heat Mm -hmm. but in the fall when there's like a warm day it's the underlying base of cold and you feel the warmth over top of the cold and I, i love that
2: i super agree and i think the reason for that is because It's so hot, and it stays hot into the night in the summer, so the earth itself, like, the ground stays really warm, and so you have that, like, dewy morning coolness laying on top of the, like, hot earth. Mm -hmm. I totally know what you're talking about, especially growing up in, like, the county. Yeah,
0: it's, like, a very specific shift, and Mm -hmm. I love it.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: I remember when I was a kid, this is vaguely related, but... Um, whenever we'd get one of those, like, nice cold days in the summer, mm-hmm. I'd be like, it's Washington reminding us it's still Washington.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> God.
1: Yeah. It's like, you're really enjoying this hot weather, but don't forget who you're living in. Okay, that <laughs> sounded weird, but I don't like that phrase. Undercut. But, <laughs> okay. I mean,
2: uh, my, my thought on that last thing you said was, I'm not enjoying the hot weather. I never have and never will. <laughs> I know. I hate I mean, fucking hate it. <laughs> um, I forget that people like it a lot. I know. It's weird. Anyway. Shall we? So, Contenders? Yeah, let's let's get going. Uh, I guess I can say mine first. Mm-hmm. I uh, for our first like so for, I guess to say like going yeah. into going into Halloween spooky season we like to do like two dedicated two per each of us yeah so four dedicated Halloween Theme-ish. spooky season ish. I mean our whole theme is that, but yeah. we try to go like a little bit more opaque <laughs> this time yeah. of year for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I will be covering the many i i guess the many myths of the headless horseman excellent i love this which i'm for you. very excited about <laughs> yeah uh this time
0: i will be going a slightly different route um i will be doing the the island of ghosts um pavalia island okay. in italy which is said to be one of the most haunted places in the entire world so we're going right
1: can yes. you go there? Like actually,
0: well, no, you're actually not allowed to. But,
1: oh. So we're breaking in.
0: Yes. Uh, nice. <laughs> cool. But I'll get into the like specifics of what you're allowed to, how you can get there Interesting. Want, but yeah. Interesting. Okay, okay,
1: okay. Okay, okay. Well, we have our contenders.
2: Rochambeau.
1: Are our players ready? Yes. Mm. Well, I want a good, clean match. <laughs> I also want to talk about our contenders a little bit here. Oh, shit. Because you see... Holly, we've seen over this season, many seasons now, has a very high rock, paper, scissors <laughs> IQ. But Brooke, she's a real gym rat. I think this should be a good matchup, everybody.
2: Fuck? <laughs> okay. I'll
1: let you all process that. Uh,
2: okay. <laughs> I'm ready.
1: Are uh, players I was, ready? I
0: wasn't emotionally
1: yeah. ready for that, but I'm ready either. for rock,
0: paper, scissors.
1: Yeah. Okay, we ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <gasps> Holly takes it first round rocks I rock mean... crushes scissors Uh-oh. so Brooke I see you here again in our loser interview yeah yet again okay okay Holly I'll, I'll get to you okay
2: <laughs> wait your fucking turn um...
1: but Brooke I, I need to ask you do you think this was a matter of you didn't have the pride and the prowess in this round do you think it was a matter of passion or do you think it was just about the grit?
2: Honestly, in this situation, I think I felt really I felt really good. I felt like I was going into it really well, but then I was really taken aback by the walk-up
1: mm. announcements. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that it kind of threw me off my game.
1: I got you. It's a new format and it can be yeah. definitely it definitely changes the atmosphere. Yeah,
2: yeah. I definitely You know what the loser interview reminds me of, even though this is the, in this case, this woman won, but this, that like Olympic skier woman, I think she's Korean and they were like, why didn't you cry at your ending interview? And she was like, I, I, she's like, I did so good on my eyeliner today. I don't want to ruin it. (laughs) That's what I just thought. I just always think of that. (laughs)
1: That's a vibe right there. Mood.
2: Um,
1: I also wanted to say that we can all see here that Holly's definitely been putting in the reps for rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: I'm, kind of I'm sorry,
1: Brooke, but you might want to review a game tape for next time. I, do, I, I do. hear it goes a long way. Hey,
2: I didn't ask for any um, critiques of my technique. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> All right, Hal, do you want to go first or second today? Mm.
1: I also want to just let everyone know that I literally asked my sibling for sports commentatorisms to use there. Nice. And that's that. what I was doing. <laughs> Thank uh, you,
2: Sherman. I'll go second. Okay. Oh already. Oh my. Actually, uh, no, no, uh, now I want to go first. No, I want to go
1: first. Okay, we have Brooke up first. Mm -hmm. Holly makes the unusual choice to let Brooke first. Yes. I wonder if this is a bigger strategy in the rock paper scissors match. Yeah. It's
0: really a mind game for me. We'll yeah. I
2: Yeah, Holly's um, all about the mind games. I'm honestly
1: considering <laughs> actually keeping stats for like.
2: Holly's <laughs> that. Dumb t- Holly's that Tumblr meme of of that like picture of Goofy, and then it's like I've been informed that this is psychological warfare. That's Holly. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't, but that's amazing. <laughs>
2: Holly knows. <laughs> I mostly just want to drink my tea while you while you tell me about. That's things. fair. I'm pretty much done with mine, so that's fine with me. All right, tea, shall we? We yes. shall. All right. Uh, sources for today are gonna kind of give away some of the like reveals, so I'm just gonna say them, okay. and I'm not gonna elaborate at all, even though I know Holly's gonna be like wait what about one of them Uh, hopefully i think she's gonna be like that and then i'm just gonna be like it's fine and move on okay (laughs) Okay. excellent i'm ready um uh, so obviously i used the wikis today um specifically for the headless horseman as a conglomeration Uh, is there (laughs) i'm sorry but it is uh no i just mean like the mythos across different cultures
1: it sounds yeah. like a like a military. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of headless. Grocery. I love the word
2: conglomerate. I use it all the time.
1: <laughs> the headless cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
0: Cavalry. Cavalry. No, cavalry. Cavalry. It's cavalry. I know. It, I say cavalry.
2: Oh, I that's, know. That's
1: the, that's the chapel.
2: Yeah. yeah, the chapel. Anywho. <laughs> also, um, the Wikipedia page for the Oh. <gasps> Also, the Wikipedia page for the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Also, the Wikipedia page for Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Uh, Um, I also am sourcing Washington Irving's actual story, The Legend of Sleepy Mm -hmm. Hollow. I'm also.
1: (laughs) We're hitting all the bases. I'm
2: also. um, I also had a little jaunt onto the Myth and Folklore Wikipedia, like actual. That's like a whole separate Wikipedia. Yeah, you be? yeah, yeah. Um, I've been there. Uh, for all of those as well. Um, also the website irishcultureandcustoms.com. And oh, okay. then a History Channel article called What Inspired the Legend of Sleepy Hollow by Leslie Kennedy. Nice. Which was recently updated. For the first time since twenty sixteen, last month. Oh wow. Yeah. I wow. thought that was interesting. <laughs> I'm assuming that Sir Gawain and the Green Knight
0: is the one you were like, Holly's mm-hmm. gonna have feelings about yeah. this because I do. Yeah. I
2: have I already
1: have feelings yeah. and thoughts. You and
2: I both I... hate that story, so yeah. Oh
1: really? Okay. I was I had a question that we should probably cut, that's why I paused there. What? Sec. Um you know how they made a movie, The Green Knight? And I'm guessing it's about the story of Sir Gawain. I
2: Gale. I don't know, maybe. It
1: was like it was like gritty fa- like uh what do you call it? It was a very high fantasy vibe. Um Probably then, yeah. Um I, I was wondering if either of y'all had seen it. I'm Sir, guessing No, I not.
2: haven't. Um but um, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight is like
1: I don't the one of the most well
2: known King Arthur stories.
1: Gotcha. Um so. Um
2: I don't know if it's King Arthur. It is. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's not the King Arthur story, but it's a King Arthur adjacent. It's one of the most com- well known ones. Well, I mean,
0: I know that it's in the same time period, but. No, it has King Arthur in it. Oh. Sir Gawain yeah, is Holly. his nephew. Oh, okay. I see. Mm
2: hmm. Jeez, Holly. It's, it's not been, like I just reread it or anything for this. It's been a hot minute yeah. since I. Well, good, because <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,. I also had another. No, I can't say that. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna ask another question. We don't need to cut. That's why I'm pausing it again. So I wanted to ask though. No, fuck. I got this. I didn't want to mention though. I don't know where you're going with a lot of this, obviously. But Hands are fucking cool.
2: Yeah. Well, I will. I'm curious to know what you know about them.
1: <laughs> Jack shit. I've known them from video games. Okay, cause
2: that. <laughs> cause that. <laughs> That's why I'm not sure, like, what the depictions are like, but I'm sure you can see the seen, connection. i just like, uh,
1: a headless figure with two swords. Like.
2: Interesting. Okay, we'll talk like, about it. I have
1: it. a feeling that's not super accurate. Yeah, from some <laughs> fantasy video game, and it was some random enemy. Yeah,
2: that's that's but interesting. But I was like,
1: he is so gender. I want to be him.
2: I mean, <laughs> I think the reason why, well, we'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into why I love the headless horseman so much. Wow, that was, like, so a lot head? before I even. <laughs> so...
1: I love how I just blindsided y'all that so hard.
0: <laughs> Sorry, should we title the episode?
1: back?
2: so no head. So rude, because there is a head.
1: It's just not on top of the shoulders. Oh my
2: god. That was so funny. I love the so no head meme. It's like one of my favorites. Uh, we have to have that in the episode description. No. We do.
1: So no head. That. Honestly, early on when i saw that y'all will make that meme it was a big like positive vibe check for me of nice
2: yeah <laughs> i love like the snapchat version of sono head where it's like or, like, I showed you my dick, please respond. Like, those <laughs> yeah. are, like, my fi- And it's always, yeah. like, a Snapchat bar yeah. of, like, text mm-hmm. across a picture of someone being, like,
1: <laughs> It's always this guy make- taking this really badly lit selfie from, like, yeah. way below his chin. But I like
2: the ones that are, like, a duck. Or, like, you know, like.
1: <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I love those. That's, that's, that's quality favorite. memes that's right the- there.
2: Because I hate men, but I think ducks are hilarious. Anyway. <laughs>
1: One of my, I'm not, this is going to be the end of the tangent, but (sighs) one of my friends from college is very good at taking those kinds of selfies, (laughs) and it's so funny every time. Oh my
2: god, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. All right, done with sources. So, kind of going into the intro-wise, like, Mm -hmm. we know that the Headless Horseman, I feel like most people know this, like, it takes many forms. We know this. We know this. (laughs) Feel the swift. Feel the swiftness. Um... And I wrote, takes many forms, has many heads, question mark. Um, (laughs) So taking a quick look into The Headless Horseman, I would say just sort of like, this is kind of a disclaimer, I guess. The Headless Horseman doesn't give specific credit to any certain culture, folklore, story necessarily, because they exist, like Headless Horseman, (laughs) M-E-N, like exist in so many forms yeah um however what we do know about what most people know about headless horsemen is that it's largely western Mm -hmm. um as far as like cultural phenomenons go yeah (laughs) um there are of course headless beings known by many other cultures that are not westernized but I'm not going to lump those into the Headless Horseman conglomeration because they feel, to me personally, like distinct, separate mythos. Okay. Um, I just wanted to put that clarification out there because I don't want it to seem like I'm only covering like the white people version of a Headless Horseman. Yeah, it's just that the other ones are I, uh, more, yeah. distinct I mean, yeah. more distinct. and They're more distinct. They have very different background, and most of the many Headless Horsemen that I'm going to talk about are connected in some way, and it's just because of the way, like, European travel has happened and yeah. stuff. So, um anyway.
1: I actually just wanted to say that, like, I I personally think that comes off as more respectful, honestly, because you're not trying to just lump them into a yeah, Western thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to, like... I, I just feel like
1: it's all of the ones that I'm going to
2: talk about have a very distinct connection to very old like middle english yeah. like things that happened, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that have would... influenced like different cultures yeah. over time and
0: obviously like if it had originated outside of the west mm-hmm. we would be talking about that like Separately. that particular yeah. origination
2: yeah and i also feel like
1: I mean, I mean, I think it's just, it's its own topic. Yeah, I it's think.
2: its own topic. That's the thing, is, like, I would rather save those for, like, a whole episode about just one just of one them of at a time. Yeah. <laughs> because these are all small and all very clearly connected. Yeah. So, except for one. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I also
1: just want to say, um, I'm going to nitpick what you said a little bit, Holly. You're good. But um, I don't know if it necessarily originated in the West. Because, like, it, I'm, obviously, I don't know about this either. Rick probably would know better, based on research, and also maybe not either. Oh, I think but like, what
2: Holly meant by that was more that, like, we know that the other ones don't originate in the West, and, mm. but we, what we do know is there is a rooted connection in Middle English for yeah. the ones that I'm going to talk about. I got you. That's, I, I think, you. what Holly yeah. was meaning. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: Then never mind. No nitpick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um... And maybe that's because like we've taken so many fucking classes together. Yeah, I just know true. how your brain you know, works. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, especially about this kind of stuff because we're gonna talk about something yeah. from our past for sure.
1: Oh my. Uh,
2: anyway, so I'm not comfortable like lumping any of those into this. They feel like specific, separate mythological beings that deserve their own respect. Mm-hmm. So there we go so let's go over a relatively comprehensive history of all the headless horsemen Excellent. in no particular order actually perfect um most people know of the headless horseman by this description a headless man in a cape normally and what i would call like post-colonial clothing okay <laughs> right yeah um normally he's on a black horse Mm-hmm. Um, the horse has a head. I am specifying that on purpose. okay. <laughs> the horse has a head. okay <laughs> and then the the man is normally um holding his head aloft um in his on his hand mm-hmm. or he's holding um a pumpkin or a jack-o'-lantern on his hand like this. Mm-hmm. rarely uh, with like a lantern. okay sometimes
1: when Brooke says like this, she means kind of like a waiter holding a tray. yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you, Econ. No, I got you. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the, like, image that you picture probably is, like, the headless horseman running through, like, the forest or something chasing after a man or what would be known as, like, Ichabod Crane. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's what most people, I'm assuming, you guys picture when yep. you think yeah. of the headless horseman.
1: Yep. Yes, yes. yes. Cool.
2: That's what I thought. Now, before we talk about any of the Headless horsemen, I'm going to talk about myself. Excellent. <laughs> nice. um, to me, Halloween doesn't truly begin until my Headless Horseman poster goes up. Mm-hmm. It's my most prized possession that I own. Yes. It's from I, I, the 60s or 70s. And it's, like, a family heirloom, <laughs> I guess. It, my grandma bought it, and it was a decoration, a Halloween decoration of my mom's when she was a kid. Yeah. And then we had it in our house when I was a kid, and my mom hates Halloween, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, she, I think she, like, is warming up to it again now because she sees it through my eyes and how much I love it. Yeah. Um, But she was getting rid of all of our Halloween stuff a couple years ago, and she was like, do you want this? And I almost fainted because i thought she was gonna get rid of it <laughs> and mm. i was like you cannot get rid of that yeah um i'll post a picture of my poster it's like pretty damaged obviously it's been around for a lot of years yeah
1: but he's handsome
2: 70 years well, and it's like Holy paper. Shit. no way it's it's not That's a lie oh my god cut that math 50 years <laughs> sorry <laughs> i was thinking of time wrong hello yeah. and it's also like not made out of
0: durable material
2: no like it's like cardstock yeah yeah it's cardstock <laughs> i've been looking into getting it professionally laminated but then i also have been considering just framing it in like a awesome gold frame and just putting it up as a permanent decoration in my home yes because mm-hmm. i am feral the answer is yes <laughs> I agree. uh the poster that i have is of course based on the headless horseman that we all know which is the one that we all picture is based on washington irving's sleepy hollow yes um the legend of sleepy hollow mm-hmm. so that's where we're gonna start okay because that's the most well-known yeah version at least in like n- north american like culture mm-hmm.
1: and that's something you're gonna get to but mm-hmm. is it the one that like dates back the furthest to, or yeah no no okay I don't I know
2: why I answered for you. You said that because I, Sir Gawain yeah. and the Green Knight, yeah, because Sir Gawain and the Green Knight is from like the 14th century. Yeah.
1: I was gonna say, I mean, Holly, if you know too, you can always. Answer <laughs> but also, <questions. laughs> I mean, I would say
2: like there's connections in the 6th century. Oh wow! We'll get there though. Nice.
0: Um, That's
2: I was sick. assuming
0: so based on one of the pictures that you sent. I was
2: like, this has to be an the old like really one old one, one I sent. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys can check out our pictures on our Instagram the podcast pod
1: nice <laughs> i don't know why i got asmr yeah <laughs> was scary uh
2: the legend of sleepy hollow um first appeared in washington irving's collection of short stories the sketchbook of joffrey crayon
1: <laughs> uh. i don't
2: know if that's how it's pronounced because it's literally crayon crayon yeah
1: crayon
2: um it was published in 1819 mm some historians suspect irving was inspired by sir walter scott's 1796 the chase Hmm, that's interesting yeah which is a translation of a german poem called the wild huntsman by gottfried Berger. Mm.
1: gottfried i have
2: a lot of thoughts about sir walter scott yeah same
1: oh yeah yeah i've never heard of this man stabbing (sighs) yeah do we not like him
0: not really. No. He I've he's never heard a of this Scottish um, poet.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. he,
0: I actually went to his like memorial in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. um, which was a really cool memorial. But Sir Walter Scott is problematic. Problematic. Kind of the um, he just like I don't know his.
2: This is a completely different topic. But do we want to move on, or what thoughts?
1: I'd like to hear, like, a little bit. Yeah,
2: just, like, Crash his, course, why Sir Walter Scott sucks.
1: Yeah.
0: From what I remember, his, like, involvement and interaction with the Highlanders in Scotland was very, like... Hmm, like exploitative kind of it uh, just it yeah it's just... it kind of that
1: like he wants to tell their story kind of thing or like
0: yeah kind of it's it, there's like a long there's a long history there there's
2: a lot to say about um yeah
1: if we need to leave it as he's not great that's maybe we, we should
2: have a series that's just like shitty <laughs> historical people
0: yeah i mean <laughs> i think we'd have to start with like everyone in england yeah, exactly. It would
1: <laughs> be pretty fun, honestly.
0: Because yeah, could, there's could, it seems like reparations. Yeah, there's just <laughs> a, there's a lot about like the Highland like <sighs> mm-hmm.
2: ethnic cleansing that happened. Actually, and you know, I'm not gonna but- mention that specifically, but there is a, a point where I very briefly mention in the sixth century when paganism and like yeah. Celtic tradition was like eradicated from, I'm going to mm. very briefly mention that in this. Excellent. Okay. Um, Sorry for the long aside about Sir Walter Scott. It honestly I... <laughs> wasn't that long, so no worries. Thank you. <laughs> um, but some people think that he was inspired by that. It's known that Irving spent some time in Germany, like, studying writing mm. um, right before 1819. I think it was 1817, and okay. so there's some like people who suspect that that was part of his inspiration for writing. Um, yeah. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, basically the poem, The Wild Huntsman, which is the German poem mm-hmm. that then was quote unquote translated by Sir Walter Scott. Okay. Um, the poem is about a bad guy who was hunted by the dogs of hell as punishment.
1: That's, nice. about, that's
2: about as clear as I can go. I'm trying to like not yeah. get yeah. in the rabbit holes too much. Yeah. Um, alternatively, some people believe it was the story uh, It's a that he was inspired by a different story. Um, And this is credited to the New York Historical Society. They state um, that um, a Hessian soldier, which is a German auxiliary soldier for the British during the revolution, Mm -hmm. um, was decapitated by a cannonball during the Battle of the White Plains in 1776. Yikes. And it's said that the actual Van Tassel family, like the body was found buried on their property. Not, like, in a sketchy way. That's just, like, where it was buried. Because it was, like, in the area of, like, where those, like, wars were happening. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or the battles were happening. Um, And so some people say that the inspiration for what we know as the legend of Sleepy Hollow has a lot to do with in Sleepy Hollow there was a there is a historical record that says there was a Hessian soldier that was buried in Sleepy Hollow who was decapitated by a cannonball. Gotcha. Okay. So some people say that he was inspired by that little snippet of history in the area to write this story. Um, Interesting. Yeah. uh, In that sort of like Vain. It's said that the soldier traveled every night back to the scene of his death, like dash, like the scene of his death. Thus, the like rush riding. Oh, okay. Of like he's trying to get there. Trying to get back. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Um, so, a short synopsis of mm. the legend of Sleepy Hollow for everyone. Excellent. Um, small idyllic village exists in upstate New York. It's known as Sleepy Hollow. The town was made up of mainly families, farmers, apparently hot women, um, and like some strapping farm men. That's just how it is. Listen, it's I fine. just
1: love the disc- the important disclaimer. No, no, no,
2: this is literally how it's written. <laughs> everyone in this valley was said to be a super big believer in the supernatural. Like, there's a whole chunk of Irving's te- like the text in the short story where he's like, everyone there believed that Sleepy Hollow was like imbued with like mystical energy okay 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 I don't know In this pursuit of educating young minds, Ichabod Crane, a schoolmaster, comes to town and he becomes, like, their little teacher in town for kids. Mm -hmm. Um, He lodged with rotating families and was really well-liked in the community, found him really uh, intriguing. He was known as super long and lanky and spindly, which is why all the drawings are, like, his arms are, like, really bent (laughs) up on his horse, because, like, they say that his horse was, like, too small for him. Um, <laughs> he was also known um, to believe h- hardly in witchcraft Okay. Um, and though described as skinny AF he was really into food and low-key a glutton all right, yeah. um, he set his eyes on Katrina Van Tassel the prettiest maiden in town uh, with the most successful farm heritage uh, <laughs> and uh, of course. he was like I'm gonna make her my wife and I'm gonna eat all of the food that they have um this is like the fastest version of it that i can give i love this
1: (laughs) no i love the cliff notes version of this story honestly just in
2: case people don't know the full story i actually don't yeah because like i grew up well we'll get to it uh so a party was set to happen at the van tassel estate Mm -hmm. and of course he was invited and he saw this as the perfect opportunity to eat all of our food and also woo her and marry her nice priorities right so he attends the party and they all like tell their version of some like local ghost stories at the party and there's dancing and eating and one of the many stories that's told is that of the headless horseman nice many people tell of encountering him at this like night but Mm -hmm. uh Mainly the thickest man in town, known as Brom Bones, was like, I got away from him in a high speed horse chase because my horse is so fast. Oh my and gosh. is it
1: important that he's the thickest man yeah, in town? Yeah, because
2: world? he's competing for <laughs> Katrina's hand. It's, it's thick versus skinny. He's sort of like Gaston. Ah. Uh, <laughs> From Beauty and the Beast. Does
1: he eat however many dozen eggs a day?
2: Kinda. Um,
1: <laughs> to keep the chickens at bay? Yeah. yeah.
2: So all this shit happens at the party, whatever. Ichabod is essentially like kind of snubbed by Katrina, and he's super heartbroken, and so he's he's leaving around witching hour. Um, horrible no, idea. That's yeah. a bad idea. Which, Repeat especially if he was steak. like yeah especially if he knew things about witchcraft my thoughts are like dude be better yeah be better uh let's see he quickly mounts his horse and he starts to head back home and while he's riding home he's like really scared by every shadow he sees and he's just like overthinking all those ghost stories that people told Mm -hmm. um every shadow in the dark he's like convinced it's the headless horseman coming to like murder him until of course it is The Mm -hmm. Headless Horseman coming to kill him. Um, he's pursued. His horse doesn't do anything that he wants to do, and there's a lot of, like, uh, understandable, like, descriptions of him, like, kicking his heels into his horse to, like, go away faster, and it's, like, to me, I was like, this poor horse. I know. Um, you know, and he's running away, and then the horse is, like, going the wrong way, and there's, like, all this shenanigan situation happening. Um...
1: Maybe the horse doesn't like him anymore.
2: Maybe. Maybe the horse was in on he's it. He's a loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so eventually he thinks that he's going to be safe. Um, and he's like coming up to this bridge that Brombones says the horseman can't pass. Okay. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to be safe if I just get over here. And right when he's right about to cross it, he notices the horseman like right behind him. The horseman throws his disembodied head at him, ah. and he falls from his horse. Oh, and that's no. the end of the high-speed chase in the story.
1: Oh, nice.
2: The next day, the townspeople found his horse grazing at the gate of his lodgings uh-huh. and his hat next to a smashed pumpkin in the dirt paths.
0: <gasps> he was never ma, ma, seen ma, ma, again. Ma, 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 ma. Oh, shit. Smashing pumpkins? <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyways. Um, he was never seen again, and he... There's a lot of, like, at the end of the story... Irving goes through like what each group of people thinks happened, but it's mostly yeah. believed that he was spirited away by the headless horseman. Oh. And that he was like murdered.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: So that's the story.
0: I didn't realize that he got pelted with the headless horseman's mm-hmm. head.
2: I don't, know, yeah.
1: I, I feel like <laughs> I've seen some kind of imagery of, like, There's the normally,
2: horse. like, he's throwing. Yeah. yeah. Like it's because I also think that's why, like, he's always holding his hand, his head yeah. up like that. Because yeah. he's getting ready to just yeet his head at people. Yeah, but Does I also it bite think... it them? Um, <laughs> no, but it's sort of like a lantern. Okay. I'll get to explaining that. <laughs> so I was going to say,
1: it's not, like, literally his head, usually. Is it? Like, the, the jack-o'-lantern I, we'll get there. Uh... I don't know. We'll get there. In...
2: So, normally in this... In this version, it's unclear, like, in Washington Irving's if it's, like, his actual head or not. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um... But a lot of times in recreations of his story, it's depicted as a pumpkin or a jack of lantern, jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. Um... And I think that's just because Washington Irving's story is often adapted for children a lot. Yeah. Mm. And because of the smashed pumpkin thing. Yeah. Which I think was mostly supposed to be like an imagery thing. Yeah. Mm. The way, I think that like Irving meant it to be like an imagery thing about his head.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about
2: what a smashed
0: pumpkin looks like.
2: Yeah. 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 So. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. Can you
1: spell it out for me, Holly? What does it look like?
0: Um, like, you have the, like, stringy entrails basically. Oh, I gotcha. That mm-hmm. smashes and,
1: yeah. So it's like a dead thing. Yeah. I gotcha.
2: Yeah. So this is, like, the most well-known story, and I don't have anything like, fun historically to bring up about this, other than the fact that some people think that it, it was inspired by that Hessian soldier. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. But interesting nonetheless and i I think this story is oftentimes i think it's also because it's a short story it's it's really heavily adapted for children Mm -hmm. um also just i just was
0: thinking about it and i was like imagine hearing like ghost stories and then having to go home in the dark on your
2: horse in the dark on your horse yeah and it's Mm -hmm. like it's back then so there's like no street lights there's no lights it's It's fucking dark dark. (laughs) no thanks (laughs) i guess the by the light of the moon yeah
0: because i'm thinking about like when i watch a scary movie and i'm like i'm i i need to turn all my lights on you know literally
2: But they're just like, it gotta turn my candle on. You know what, like, you know what? our version, our ver- gotta turn my candle on, nice. So like,
1: it's called lightning. I, lightning I, I know. Here's the thing, though, Holly.
2: Our version of, like, riding home in the dark is, like, me turning off all the lights and having to go to bed. Like, yeah. and being, like, <laughs> <gasps> running to my bedroom. Room. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, some days I'll come home and I'll be, like, paranoid because I'm scared of being attacked in my own home and I'll check all my closets. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like looking under all my furniture for people because I'm scared.
0: Uh, I'm just imagining, like, on a horse. I know, so scary. Clopping along. Clopping? Clippy clop. I don't and know. And then horses get spooked by things too, and then mm-hmm. that would set you on edge,
1: and then, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like Zeus. Yeah. Before
2: Actually. I move on to a different interpretation or mythos, I wanted to do a special shout out to Tim Burton's 1999 Sleepy Hollow film, which is fucking exquisite and we still need to watch it. We are we're going to watch it. Um and what is especially good about that version of the Sleepy Hollow story is it really heavily leans on the Hessian soldier thing. Oh, okay. So that'll be interesting when you guys get to watch it now. Yeah. Cuz both of you haven't seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's great. Johnny Depp Tim Burton, wonderful.
1: I don't like Tim Burton. Not He's art. a terrible person, yeah. but yeah. great yeah. art. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fucking great art, terrible person.
1: I think for me, I just get a lot of the how he likes to whitewash things. Oh, totally. Oh, things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I, I know we are all aware of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: If you're looking for a good, like claymation style movie that's not tim burton that has people of color and queer people in it wendell and wilde's great movie yeah oh. it's been on my watch list for forever I very need to good watch movie. It. i want
1: to watch it too mm-hmm. it has key and in it doesn't it mm-hmm. it's cool uh
2: secondary shout out to walt disney's 1949 the adventures of ichabod and mr toad which i still mm-hmm. own on vhs from my childhood was a f- it is and was a fall classic for me watching every year. I've already watched it this year. Nice. Um, it features a two short stories. It features Washington Irving's, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, narrated by Bing Crosby. Mm. And then it features a side story of mr toad's wild ride from withering willows which Mm -hmm. is why the mr toad's wild ride exists at disneyland which i think it doesn't it's not there anymore but
0: no it'd be so sad um mr toad's wild ride was my grandpa's Mm -hmm. like my grandpa's favorite ride Mm -hmm. at disneyland and we would always go on it with him and uh, part of my
2: obsession with like just little guys yeah is like I never read or watched any of the, like, Wind in the Willows stuff until I was older, but the Mr. Toad thing, I was, like, so into it when I was a kid. Yeah. I was so into it. I loved the ride when I was a kid, when I went to Disney when I was five, and then mm-hmm. I, like, loved that movie, and I especially loved the Headless Horseman part, so. Yeah. Nonetheless, a little cheeky shout-out, because I really do love that movie, and if you're looking for, like, a very cozy, old-timey movie, highly recommend. It's on Disney+. Plus. Nice. Um... Let's move on to the more spicy history, then. Yes. We're... The North American... Blah. There's actually one more North American one later, but
1: Look it's kind there.
2: of a cheap knockoff of Washington Irvings, though. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> that kind of tracks.
2: Um, just, like, different war related to it. Yeah. All right. And a different guy who was like, I'm going to write a story, too.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: So let's go to Ireland. Nice. For the Dullahan.
1: Ireland. I'm not good at an Irish accent.
0: Wow. That was a... That was an attempt. I liked it.
1: Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done.
2: All right then. Um,
1: we
2: can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Han, uh translates from Gaelic, and I'm sorry if I'm not saying it right. It's Gaelic is hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, it translates as dark man. Mm. Mm. Um, they have so Ireland has their own headless horseman, sort of. Uh, it diverges a little bit from what we're used to hearing about the spirit, but it's way more historically rooted, so oh, okay. it's less of like a cute story and more of a like, colloquialism. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like it actually has origins in the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah.
2: cool. Uh, they call it the Dulahan and they're known as Harbingers of Death. Nice. Which Instagram bio me. Yeah. Har- yeah. Harbinger of Death. <laughs> Vibe. Anyway. Sure. They're described as demonic, headless fae nice. who ride black horses. Well, who it, it's just one of them. There's only one Yeah. <laughs> um, who rides a black horse and it carries, um, I'm going to go between saying like it and he probably because traditionally they're depicted as men, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also going to say it a lot because it's not like gender doesn't exist.
0: Yeah. It's um, not exactly like a gendered being. No, it's like so. not
2: a dude. It's just masculine.
1: Yeah. Same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, rides a black horse, carries, and it either, like, carries its head under its arm, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's seen, like, holding it up, or it will, like, plonk it onto the saddle horn, Uh. which I think (laughs) is hilarious. Um, uh, they're also known, which, this is why I think it's funny, Nikon, that you mentioned that you know a little bit about Dilhan from, like, a video game, and then you said two swords, because cursed.
1: Say, the real totally version is so
2: much more metal. Oh. <laughs> He's uh, known to yield a whip made of a human spine. Ugh. No fucking explanation beyond that at all. Ugh. That's it.
1: That's so metal. That's uh. so
2: metal, and especially because there's no explanation <laughs> at all. That's all it says about it. A whip made of a human spine? Yes. Isn't there
1: an album For his horse. Th-
2: no. A whip made of a human spine. Ugh. No fucking explanation <laughs> at all. I hate that, and
0: I love it at the same time. Yeah, that's the
2: energy I'm trying (laughs) to bring in 2024 Halloween. How dare you? You know that I want to be the Headless Horseman for Halloween, and I would be very offended. I would just be that specific version. Uh, How dare you? No. You're not allowed. I would be really offended. It'd be like if you dated someone named Dennis. Obviously, I know you're not going to because Nikon's perfect, but also, um, that's like a a hard nose for Brooke are anyone named Dennis, bald people, (laughs) who are bald by choice, Um, (laughs) and Holly, anyone stealing my costume idea of dressing up as the Headless Horseman. Fine how fine. dare you you cannot fine
1: <laughs> this isn't actually important that's why i paused um i found the picture I, like I would love Haunter. to see it it's from the golden sun games oh okay um it, it is not what i remember. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> that's really
2: funny though
1: yeah and Weird. you can see the like actual like oh, that's a shitty picture of it you can see no that's just another shitty picture there we go you can see what it actually looks like in game and stuff mm. but it's like obviously it's just a knight yeah, without a, a head
2: yeah and like the dullahan necess- isn't necessarily described as a knight at all yeah um
1: i'm gonna actually look up pictures of dulahans go on um
2: yeah there's a lot of like general art for it you know on the mm. internet um according to the legends Mm-hmm the Dulahan gallops across the countryside on its black steed searching for the homes of mortals on death's door. Nice. With its head hoisted on the hand or sitting on the saddle, it's said it can utilize the power of speech once per appearance to carry out its deed and only it can only speak the name of the person who's destined to die. Oh. Yeah. So they they can't just like willy nilly speak. Be like Holly like yeah. it's they they are like, summoned to the earthly realm and carry out this one deed and that's all they can do. Yeah. So they if ha- you hear your name, You're fucked. You're, you're yeah. Um when its prey is located, it approaches the door of the home or if you're outside. I mean it's at night so yeah. assuming you're in your house. Um it stops its horse and then it shouts the name of the dying mortal to draw forth the soul. Oh. Apparently every time it stops someone dies Uh, like it cannot stop riding otherwise yeah but it's only like a shark it's only destined to carry out one deed to kill not to kill sorry it's not killing the person it's simply collecting collecting their soul it's like a um dream repair yeah Mm -hmm. um so every time he stops and calls a name he ushers death into someone's life um but I want it to be clear that it's people who are, like, already dying, and it's not just, like, causing random death. Like, yeah. it's literally, like, the Grim Reaper. Like, it's, this person's about to die, yeah. and when the Dullahan arrives, it dies. Yeah. The the people die.
1: It's more like, like, person on their deathbed. Kind yeah, of, essentially. Of, of, like, mm-hmm. and then they just, like...
2: It's eh. the classic, it's like, the candle gets blown out because mm-hmm. of the wind in the window, and the person yeah. inside has, has died. Like, yeah. that's essentially what it yeah. is um iconic imagery I there that. yeah um also if you happen to see the horseman passing by um and you like witness the Dulahan,, um it's supposed that you'll have a bucket of blood splashed in your face or you might go blind in one eye no big deal oh chill where is the blood coming from don't know no explanation was given okay i was horrified all right
1: when you say bucket of blood, do you mean that as like a quantity or like as like there's literally a bucket? Quantity. Okay. I think. I've, I figured. Could it could go quantity.
2: either way. Probably. <laughs> um this Irish storyteller named W. J. Fitzpatrick, um, and I wrote probably a liar, Loki. Uh <laughs> there's a quote I wanna read from him. Okay. He says, I seen the Dulahan myself, stopping on the on the brow of the hill between Bryansford and Money Scalp late one evening, just as the sun was setting. It was completely headless, but it held up its own head in its hand, and I heard it call out a name. Oh. I put my hand across my ears in case the name was my own, so I couldn't hear what it said. When I looked again, it was gone. But shortly afterwards, there was a bad car accident on that very hill, and a young man was killed. It had been his name that the Dulahan was calling.
0: Oh. Fucking liar. But
2: I just think it's funny. <laughs>
0: that's interesting I know I like. but he didn't get blood thrown on him or go blind maybe he's too embarrassed to admit it oh yeah
2: that's fair (laughs) yeah here's a little description of what the head looks like according to um, historians the head looks like it's made of moldy cheese or stale dough smooth yet lumpy as if decay is setting in I hate that I need you to stop it has a wide splitting grin Mm. Beady black eyes that dart back and forth, looking, mm. even when it's disembodied, of course. No. Um, and potentially, it quote glows with the phosphorescence of decay. Oh! And this is why I think people often compare it to lanterns. Yeah, because of the glowing. Mm-hmm. Literally, Nikon doing it right now. <laughs> yeah that must be terrifying um i was trying
1: to incorporate everything that brooke was saying yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. it looked good honestly well thank you (laughs) um gross that's awful my review
0: is gross two out of five stars as soon as you started talking my brain just was like head cheese because Mm -hmm. that's that's actually a type of cheese it's gross
1: like the cheese heads
0: no i mean head cheese like it's made out of brain matter Oh. Um, anim- yeah, anim- oh, yeah, yeah, that's anim- upsetting. Um, <laughs> well, I guess you could make it out of human brains. Yeah, you could. Um, it's illegal, though. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that.
2: Yet but- again, here we are to say we do not endorse cannibalism. <laughs> no. <laughs> How many times? We need a counter. Yeah. How many times have we said that we don't the endorse cannibalism? I feel like I've said it
0: so many times. I feel like it's always Holly. I've kind of got
1: the at this time. <laughs> um,
2: shall we talk about? historical contexts yes. or were you going to say something no no, no. Else? okay
0: oh take me away from the head cheese <laughs> okay no more head cheese for holly
2: take me away oh nice <laughs> <laughs> the sweet escape okay in historical contexts the dillahan is often compared to or rumored to be based on the celtic god crom dub oh okay yeah um, essentially, and I'm going to mention Scotland here, and I want to clarify ahead of time that I know that Scotland and Ireland are separate, and they have very distinct separate whole cultures and mythos. However, Celtic god relations, yeah, there's going to be in, some overlap. Yeah, okay, they're I just very wanted to close clarify. to each other. Yeah. They I just want to clarify little, that I know yeah. that in the second I'm going to say in Scotland, and I was just talking about Ireland, but it's, yeah, it's you'll different. see why. Essentially... This is an old Celtic fertility god Mm. um, who required human sacrifice once a year Mm -hmm. via decapitation Mm -hmm. in order to bless future fertility. Amazing. Um, And this is like a known practice from some um, kings Mm -hmm. in Celtic cultures from dating back to fifth sixth century okay um when the christian missionaries arrived in scotland in the sixth century so Mm -hmm. that's like this is our furthest date back we're gonna go um it's rumored that um the chrome dupe took matters into their own hands and manifested a physical form to carry out the sacrifice it desired oh and thus the headless horseman was born (sighs) I love that. That's what some people suspect. I love that. The connection cool. being. Or mm-hmm. at least it could be like that was a cultural thing yeah. that was then retranslated into something that is disconnected from like they 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 weren't allowed to like worship yeah. Celtic gods anymore so they had to rewrite history for, in order to
0: Yeah. There, continue their
2: traditions. There's
0: like a ton of syncretic Yes. thank um, you. Yeah. like mm-hmm. practices that happened. Mm-hmm. It's really it's actually really interesting. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, when I was there, we we talked with a... What was... She was a, like, pastor at mm-hmm. a church in Ireland. I think Northern Ireland, um, if I'm remembering right. But she... W-
2: woman pastor. Nice. Yeah. So she... Good job, Scotland.
0: I know. It was in, I think, Nord- Northern Ireland. But she... Nice job, Ireland. Um, like was very clear about the fact that her congregation and church was um Celtic Christian mm-hmm. uh, where they like incorporated and honored a lot of the like pagan practices which is
2: fucking dope
0: mm-hmm. and and like she sat with us and like talked with us for a while about the way that it it mm-hmm. ended up being syncretic it yeah. was really cool interesting I love to it. listen to I you. love
2: that kind of shit it's yeah. so awesome and i think it's really cool that that was how they were able to reincorporate that into their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a ghost story, like of all the things, yeah, you know, I love which does lean or lend toward the idea that like it's still demonized in a way. Yeah. But almost like publicly friendly demonized, you know, <laughs> yeah. like spooky story situation. Yeah. yeah. That's still so acceptable. just something to think about, right? Hmm. Um, This is my favorite iteration of it, personally. Uh, I would say, like, the only additional divergence that um, is related to the Dullahan is that in some parts of Ireland, specifically, um, they still call it that, but he'll he'll be driving a black coach with six black horses. And then from behind, which you may have seen this in imagery... um, he drives so quickly that the hooves and wheels set the grass and bushes on fire <gasps> behind him, which nice. is like a pretty common, uh, like I've seen that in art before. Yeah. Um, it also
1: reminds me of like, like the nightmare kind of thing, mm-hmm. like the flaming yeah. horses, mm-hmm. yeah. which
2: I believe like is
0: related probably. Okay. You know what else it reminds me of? Hmm. Um, that Emily Dickinson poem.
2: Oh yes. Mm hmm. Um, th- death, and death being drawn as a coachman is yeah. pretty common in literary um yeah. relations, and a lot of it has to do with, like, obviously the image of, like, transportation mm-hmm. and being a harbinger from... and, like, yeah. uh, the the poem you're referring to is the, um, like, should it's I just stop famous. for death? Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, ha, ha, I forget Had how the I phrase stopped... is going. Had I stopped for death or something or, like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, but it's a it's death driving a coach
2: and she's like sitting in the back seat essentially Mm -hmm.
1: i don't think i I don't know if i got this from somewhere or if it was something i can't made up but i've always liked the modern depiction of death as like a taxi driver
0: Mm, i don't think i've ever seen that
2: that makes me think of this isn't what you're referring to but Mm. in halloween town there's like the skeleton that drives the
1: (laughs) this is halloween anyways
2: uh in the disney halloween town movies the, i've never seen a the, halloween towns, oh, no. <laughs> oh my god uh the guy <laughs> in halloween towns like monsters live in like a town yeah it's just like normal that they live there and the guy who's like the taxi driver like the local guy is like a skeleton nice That's and sick. it's really funny um i'm looking up the emily dickinson poem because why not read it
0: yeah yeah it's short
2: everything she wrote was short I I took an entire class singularly dedicated to her and there were only eight people in my class isn't that amazing that's fantastic
0: I wanted to take that class so
2: bad uh because I could not stop for death Mm. just because we're talking about like harbingers of death and like death imagery horsemen coachmen whatever Mm -hmm. let's read this poem shall Mm -hmm. we uh so this is because I could not stop for death poem 479 by Emily Dickinson yes Because I could not stop for death, he kindly stopped for me. The carriage held but just ourselves and immortality. We slowly drove, he knew no haste, and I had put away my labor and my leisure too, for his civility. We passed the school, where children strove at recess, in the ring. We passed the fields of of gazing grain, we passed the setting sun, or rather... He passed us. The dews drew quivering and chill. For only gossamer, my gown. My tippet, only tool. We paused before a house that seemed a swelling of the ground. The roof was scarcely visible. The cornice in the ground. Since then, tis centuries. And yet feels shorter than the day I first surmised the horse's heads were toward eternity. Great poem. I love that. I love that poem. My um, final, like, thesis that I wrote in that class was about um, how I surmised uh, or hypothesized that um, all of her poems that she writes about volcanoes are about her seizures that she had. Oh, I remember you writing that Mm -hmm. one. That was a really fun class. That's cool. Interesting to, like, look at her poems from a medical standpoint. Yeah. Also
0: if anyone tries to tell me that emily dickinson is straight
2: literally fight I, my lesbian yeah, ass fight I, me gay as fuck read her poems also <laughs> i'm sorry but all lesbians are innately metal like that and yeah. talk a lot about death i'm sorry <laughs> gay people love love facing their mortality constantly people who are yay and death
0: shake hands
2: oh, so yeah. yes oh yeah uh shall we yes uh, we're moving on to England. All to right. Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Oh. <laughs> there are some scholars that make connections to the 14th century chivalric romance poem mm-hmm. in Middle English mm-hmm. called Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Unknown author, of course. I remember reading Old English and finally
0: getting to Middle English and being so relieved.
2: Um, <laughs> Did I say Old English? I meant Middle English. Or no, I said Middle English. Yeah, okay. I just
0: re- yeah. I remember being in the class. Um, I remember being yes. having to read Old English and being like, I'm going to rip my eyes out. Yeah. And then finally getting to Middle English and being like, Ugh, finally. Holly
2: and I don't. You know, it's for some people. Some it people is. love it. Holly and I are not fans of. I just can't that do it. Time period. And like, I will die on the hill that Beowulf is the worst piece of literature that's ever written. I actually... Fucking hate it. I
0: actually don't mind Beowulf. Fucking hate it. (laughs) I just think that approaching it from a standard point of view where you're focusing on Beowulf as, like, a character Mm -hmm. is not an interesting way to read it it's also
2: the only way that scholars read it yeah it's not an interesting way <laughs> yeah. to read it I I think the that, only interesting stuff about it is with the mom and Grendel yeah Grendel and Grendel's Dom Dame uh, Dom d- I've Dame. always heard it damn um, but or
0: Dame Grendel's mom yeah. uh, <laughs> the I, I truly and seriously believe that the only interesting way to read it is through the lens
2: of looking at the beasts and creatures yeah and but then it's also in old english and it sucks yeah that's and true. and and if you only read it from that those standpoints there's like so much shit you have to read about stupid beowulf sucking his own cock constantly yeah. he's so not actually irritating. but like i just fucking okay, I anyways we that. don't need to talk about this but yeah, i fucking it, hate beowulf anyways, we should do an episode about it honestly
1: the
0: thing about it is we're never gonna do an episode on it because then we'd have to read it
2: again <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't want to read it no, I hate I it I did an episode no I don't want <laughs> to read it.
2: No, I don't want you to have to read it because it sucks I honestly would love to see an episode <laughs> by you about
0: Beowulf you know though. what I would love is It'd for all of so us fun.
2: to sit down and watch the horribly animated movie no. that they made about it that's literally <laughs> like the worst CGI you've ever seen in your life it's oh, no. and it's so sexual it's yeah. the worst movie ever but Sir Gawain and the Green Knight Shall we? Shall we? A very short <laughs> synopsis. Are you ready? Yeah, it's going to be say, like the last one. I've,
1: I really enjoy these short synopses. Yeah, I love
2: my little like chaos synopses that I write. Sir Gawain, mm-hmm. the youngest knight of King Arthur's round table mm-hmm. and also his nephew, is enjoying a Christus, Christmas feast with the court. Nepotism. When a thick boy shows up. Yeah. Accurate, by the way, Nikon. Thank you. So, this gigantic dude, mm-hmm. entirely green in color and clothing. Mm-hmm rides into court on his green horse shrek yes after introducing himself he's like yo i'm the green knight he's like i don't want to fight with you guys so don't worry but i have a proposition how about we play a game (laughs) and then he's like yeah fingers what is this called
1: Drumming your fingers? No. Like not...
2: tapping your fingers together in a yeah. sly Steepling way.
1: Steepling your fingers.
2: Yeah. Um, no,
1: that's this, whatever.
2: Basically, his proposition is like, I don't want to fight with you guys, but I have this game where someone is going to hit me with my big axe. <laughs> okay. And then whoever does so, whoever's brave enough, mm-hmm. they have to receive a strike from me in one year and one day. Mm-hmm. So essentially hit me now, I hit you in uh, a year from now.
0: Yeah. Stupid. Which like what is this game? Why are we doing this? Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is obviously a test anyways. Anyway, he bends over and Gawain is like dope. Chop and he decapitates him. Yeah after this Gawain is like kind of cocky and he's like uh you know turns around looks at the queen he's like I'm hot whatever yeah but the green knight just like stands up and picks his head back up mm-hmm. and like puts it under his arm all casual like walks out mounts his horse and is like all right buddy I'll see you in a year or your end day yeah and then he leaves and then Gawain is like shitting bricks shitting his pants like <laughs> <laughs> nice. um all right a year later the date is approaching and Gawain embarks on his quest to find the Green Chapel, mm. where the Green Knight is waiting for him, essentially. On the adventure, there's a lot of challenges that he goes through that it doesn't elaborate on very much. Yeah. Um, and then he becomes, comes upon, upon a castle, essentially. And there's, at the castle, a hot mama queen that he nice. talks to,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then the king. And then he also uh, talks to like an old lady that's also there, Mm -hmm. and it's like very inconsequentially mentioned, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, Um, because it comes back later. Uh, (laughs) The king is like, oh my god, so cool to have such an important guest at my castle. um, One of King Arthur's knights of the Round Table. Let's do a fun, like, little cute thing together, like in a gay way. And I am saying it's in a gay way. And I'll talk about that later.
1: He's trying to make a meat cute out of it. Yeah.
2: yeah. So he's like, while you're here resting for a few days, because the chapel's only a few miles down the road, you mm-hmm. can stay here for the next couple days, rest. You don't have to go there until the day of the whatever, chopping. The day of the reckoning. The day of the chop. <laughs> um, he's like, let's do a friendly trade. Let's do tradesies. Mm-hmm. So every day the king goes hunting, and he's like, I'll give you whatever I kill as a gift. Mm-hmm. But in return... The king requires that he quote gives the king whatever he gains during the day mm-hmm. while he's just like vibing at the castle. Yeah, and you're like, okay, Sounds whatever like a that means, freeloader. Yeah. <laughs> so they accept the deal. Life goes on. Three days. Yes. For three days, he is approached by the queen, hot mama lady queen, <laughs> and she's like, "Let's fucking bone," mm-hmm. and Gawain is like, "No, my my lady." please no please only a little bit (laughs) and then he's like i'll give you a kiss and so he kisses her once and then this happens every day for three days Mm -hmm. and it increases by one kiss per day Mm -hmm. um at the end of each day the king presents him his kill it's a different thing every day it's like a deer and then something else and then it's a fox or whatever um And every single day after he receives the kill from the king, he gives the king a little smoochin. Yeah. Equal amount as what he received from the queen, because it was the only thing he got while he was there. There is a whole section on the Wikipedia page. Holly knows. I'm mad. There's a whole section on the Wikipedia page. And the word that they put in there is homosocial. And
0: I have (laughs) a lot
2: of things to say about that. I have so many
0: feelings about the use of homosocial relationships in English literature to discount any mention of sexuality.
1: I was going to say, like, the Beatles were homosocial. These guys were fucking gay.
2: (laughs) I, Holly knows, I have, like... I, almost every single essay I wrote in college yeah. about every single book that we read was an a homoerotic analysis of the characters. Yes. Because I'm so gay. Well, it also was everywhere. Yes, yeah. and all the professors, Holly knows, yeah. would fucking fight with me in yeah. class because we went to a stupid Christian college and they'd be like, it's platonic as in platonism. Yeah. Platonic love. And I was like, you're fucking telling me that they don't want to Suck each other's dicks? I don't think so. Like, Mm -hmm. I used to get so mad in class. Oh my god, we don't need to get into it. It's fine. Whatever. I'm moving on. It's super gay.
0: Particularly in this era of literature, there was, like, a lot of pushback on thinking that anything was other than homosocial, which, like, dumb. Stupid.
2: Yes. Kiss your friends. Whatever. Homosocial things do exist. Yeah. But some things... Mm, it's definitely they weren't just really good friends if it's written yeah. into the plot <laughs> like in the way that it is written into the plot yeah oftentimes to me it's like that's homoerotic yeah not homosocial there's a difference and homosocial is to... me and holly like holding hands when we're out in public together yeah. because we're best friends yeah and we're also just friends and we also both identify as women
0: yeah it's very it's there's a very big difference, particularly with this piece of literature. What I pull from it to make your point that it's homoerotic and not homosocial is that it is the understanding is that you give exactly what you received. And if we're talking about that, then we're saying that he received a sexually like, charged sexually make out from sexually charged from? or like ro- or romantically charged kiss and he is then giving the same thing back to the king king, which would imply that he's giving a romantic or sexually charged kiss to the king
2: hot and i say
0: romantic or sexual because there's a difference between there is a difference so but they're
2: they're there's there's a, a married they're on, the this, this, uh, spectrum, right? yeah. they're on the same side of the spectrum right they're on the same side of the spectrum whatever anyways they I'm, both I'm, fall under homoerotic this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about so I'm gonna move on yeah. but I just it's just like I just mm.
1: <laughs> I've got you honestly
2: Holly knows yeah I've, it's just
1: queer erasure
2: yeah I've always zeroed in on it in every class that yeah. I've taken and it's very clear why anyways let's continue on the third and last day when he was given his big smoochies Mm -hmm. whatever she shows up to his room she gives him the three kisses but she's also like here's this this they call it a girdle Mm -hmm. but it's a sash and she's like take my my token of my green silk sash Mm -hmm. and keep it a secret from my husband I'm giving this to you and he's like all right (laughs) And so he just gives the three kisses to the king, and he doesn't tell the king about the sash. What a loser. What a Yeah, what a loser. All right. On the day of the Green Knight's agreement, Gawain ties the green sash on his waist as sort of like a good luck charm, mm-hmm. and he heads to the chapel only a few miles away. He encounters the knight. The knight's just, like, vibing outside, and then they're like, all right, let's go inside. <laughs> Gawain leans over, as as if to be, like, decapitated, essentially. Yeah. Um, and the knight goes to hit him once, and Gawain flinches, like, scared. Mm-hmm. And then the green knight fucking makes fun of him, which is hilarious. Yeah. And then again, he goes to hit him again, and then Gawain is like, well, now you're half-assing it, you didn't hit me the way that I know you want to. Yeah. Sexual, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And... So Gawain's like just do now. it. Just hit me then. And then he hits him a third time, leaving a gash on his neck, but mm-hmm. he doesn't fully decapitate him. I guess he's fine. There's no explanation about like why he survived why? that. <laughs> um yeah. whatever.
1: he's just got a really thick neck.
2: The this time period was wild in. Yeah. Um
1: Also, <laughs> oh, did you hear my aside there?
2: I'm sorry. I was No,
1: you're good. I, I just made a silly comment. I said, we're fucking trees
2: now. Hey, we're fucking trees. <laughs> um, so then at this point in the story, the reveal at the end is that the green knight transforms into the king. He had been smooching. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this was a test that the old lady asked me to do. Yeah. Because she is somehow slightly related to King Arthur. It's fucking stupid. And she's like, we were testing all of King Arthur's knights and I was the king and I was tasked to be the green knight and like do this to you. Mm -hmm. Fucking dumb. I think he just wanted kisses. Um (laughs) whatever it's a morality story the lesson is to not be deceitful with the sash he then wears the sash forever and has the big scar on his neck forever to remind him to be loyal and good because he's like i learned a moral lesson from this situation i learned to be better i learned to not take a lady's bra without consulting her husband first (laughs) (laughs) now the connection to the headless horseman is truly only rooted in the decapitation motif yeah Essentially, I think what the connection comes from is that it's a fay like figure, yeah, who uses the threat and fear factor of decapitation to influence people in the community for like gain. In this situation, it was like a moral thing, yeah. Um, that's the only connection it has to the headless horseman. However, it is over and over and over again he's referred to as a headless horseman. Hmm. Interesting. Just historically. Like, that story... technically, he was riding a horse and he was headless. Yeah, so so he is a headless horseman. It's just another iteration of it, I guess.
1: Wait, who? Is it the Green Knight? The the Green Knight, yeah.
2: So basically, the titular character, the Green Knight, is Mm -hmm. the headless horseman in this context. Mm -hmm. So there's another little, like, mythos out there Mm -hmm. that mentions it. I'm going to mention one more. And I'm going to... Preface this with I found this today, so I don't have like a lot of information as much it. as I would like to give. Um, but I also this one is like a little bit of a ripoff of Washington Irving's version, mm-hmm. so I don't care too much. Yeah. <laughs> um Thomas Maine Reed wrote The Headless Horseman, A Strange Tale from Texas in 1865. Okay. This is a popular adventure novel, in the time it was popular, um, which features ghosts of beheaded horse thieves, or thieve. Okay. Essentially, it's based on a, quote, true account by a man named Creed Taylor, who was, um, who was the person <laughs> who originally told this story, mm-hmm. supposedly, and then it was passed through oral tradition, and then Thomas Main Reed wrote it down. Okay. Um, time period, Mexican-American War. Okay, gotcha.
0: That puts some things into context. Yes.
2: There's a little bit of racism in this one also, which is also why I'm, Fun. like, gross. Yeah. Um. Pretty much, Creed Taylor, it's the account of Creed Taylor, who was this dude who liked cutting off the heads of people who stole horses. Okay. It was just, like, a thing that he did. And then it became kind of a local mythos. Like, if you steal a horse, you get decapitated, kind of, like, in... Yeah. In, like, Western people, towns, whatever, yeah. that yeah. don't exist, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, In this story, our horseman is described as a ghoul known as El Muerto. Oh. oh. Because he's fucking Hispanic! <laughs> <laughs> ah! Sorry! <laughs> it's racist! Okay. Basically it's a war- it was originally in the story a warning okay a mexican man stole a horse then they decapitated his body and propped the headless body on a horse yeah, yeah. um and then in the story the body turns into like a ghoul mm-hmm. it basically reanimates yeah um and then it Essentially, just haunts the southwest region of North America. Good. Decapitating people and stealing horses. Um,
1: Reparations.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wrote, so. Huh. That's all I have about this one.
0: That's interesting, time period context wise. Mm-hmm. It's like hitting the part of my brain where I'm like, monster theory wise. That makes a lot of sense for that to have come from that air er- from Texas in particular, which was a contested yes well quote unquote contested territory it was Mexico's it, and it it belonged to Mexico yeah it belonged to Mexico and people um, from like the. US mm-hmm. if people don't know this history, people from the. US um, like just decided to squat. On the land in Texas, and then that
2: word is gonna really piss off the Republicans. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> like bring on the comments. It's exactly let's go. It's exactly what they did. Yeah, yeah. they crossed the border into Mexico
0: without documentation and against the immigration laws um Mm -hmm. and they squatted on the land in texas and they said "Mm, this is mine now yeah and then they said this is mine now and the u.s used it as a way to go to war with mexico to take the territory and the treaty gave the u.s the land of mexico and a lot of california and you know
2: can i rephrase what you said to what actually happened Hmm. Um, they said, uh, "I live here now," <laughs> and then the people of Mexico were like, "That's ours, though. The like fuck? that belongs to me." <laughs> and all of the white people were like, huh, "But I want it!" And then they threw a hissy fit, and and then they threw a tantrum by throwing like caution to the wind. Yeah, started a war. Yeah, and then won the war. quote-unquote via treaty and said it's mine now it's mine now thank you bye so um yeah um so it's interesting to me
0: that that's the context of this story Mm -hmm. happening Mm -hmm. and the way that it vilifies and creates yeah like an enemy
2: by using like a monster figure. Yeah. Um, which is and I haven't so interesting. Yeah. I, I wish uh. I had more. Like I said, I feel I feel kind of bad cuz I don't ha- I don't have a lot of insight on this one cuz I just I found it kind of last minute. Yeah. No. Um yeah. so I didn't get to read the story. Like I reread Sir Gawain and the Green Knight and yeah. then I also read Sleepy Hollow um, cuz I'd actually never read the story before. It's pretty short. Um so I just read it. Like yeah. in like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um but I agree. I think it's really interesting. I think like an analysis of it now. I haven't read it at all, so I have no idea. But it would be really cool to see it as like Nikon said, like kind of a reparation situation. Mm -hmm. It would be interesting. But I don't know how it's written, so I don't know how easily that would come off. But hey, yeah, you never know. Stories can be rewritten. Yeah, yeah. Mythos can be readapted. Yeah. So somebody get on that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I could go on and on, and someday I will dress as the headless horseman for Halloween. Okay. Good. And it'll be dope AF. It will. Um, happy Halloween. That's the end of it. I love that. I love the Headless Horseman. I don't know why. I guess it's just because of that fucking poster. Well,
0: also, I just love the idea of throwing your head
2: at someone. Mm. It's pretty baller. Yeah. It's pretty baller, honestly. Um, thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always say thank you for your TED Talk attendance.
2: Here are the pictures that I... Uh, we'll post on the Instagram. My um, <laughs> look at him eating his head. So this and is the horse <laughs> this is a depiction of. Um, wait, hang on. I have to go through them in a specific order. Okay, so this one is the cover of the yeah. Texas one. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the title like Cap- uh, by Captain Main Reed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that one's pretty self-explanatory. The picture where there are i'll label them in the instagram but this is the picture of the washington irving section um and let's see this is sir gawain and the green knight as depicted in the middle english text scans nice um as you can see he's green and he has no head yes nice and he's on a horse that's also green excellent and they look fucked Old art like this makes me laugh so hard because it I looks know. not okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening to him? <laughs> um, this is a um, depiction of the Dullahan as a carriage rider. Oh, Okay, nice. Mm. Um, and then I believe this is just a Dullahan. Oh, okay. But it... I love this picture because they drew it with the horse's head also, also detached, detached. Mm. but the head is still there it's just got no neck which <laughs> I fucking love I, I think it's it like the horse's just getting... head
1: just yeeted off yeah. of his neck
2: <laughs> no but the horse's neck would be longer normally so it's like it, it's just getting uh, it's, it's missing getting a, a little
1: a little ahead of itself yeah. <laughs> I should love how he's not really throwing the head. He's kind of just tossing it. It
2: looks like like he hit a bump in the road and he, like, accidentally threw it. He's like, oh, no, my head. (laughs) Um, any who's. Cabinets? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've Uh,
0: decided what I want already.
1: You can go first.
0: It's going to be cursed. I want the whip made out of a human spine. Same.
2: (laughs) That's also what I'm picking, to be honest.
1: Vibes. I want oh man. I, I You'll see why I'm thinking so hard about this. I think I want I want the arm like it's holding a head.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But there's no head. Okay. <laughs> and that's and that's just the bit.
2: Just like a grabber.
1: But, like, like it's well, positioned, it like, be, it's holding yeah. a like head. Like,
2: you want what essentially would be, like, a model arm pedestal that exactly. you could put things on. And you could put something else on it, like a DS. <laughs>
1: True. But also, the whole bit is that there's no head.
2: Yeah. Nice. So no head. Exactly. Just a plaque that says, so no head. Oh, it's holding a plaque that says, so no head. <laughs> Um, yes. Another really good ones that I think, like, would shout outs, like, other options. Yeah. I didn't mention it, but in Sir Gawain, The Green Knight, the whole thing is that, like, when he chops his head off with the axe, he gets to keep it. So, like, the axe would be kind of a cool one. Because yeah. I think it's also green. The girdle would be a good one. Yeah, I just I don't, wanna I don't want to choose anything from fucking... him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want him. Oh. I want the horse. <laughs> I want the horse with no neck, but a head. Yeah. That's dis- dis- disembodied. Yeah. That's, that's a good, good one. one. Also, I don't need anything because I have my poster and it's my f- most prized possession true. ever and I love it so much. That's that would be
0: in your cabinet, like, with lights on it, illuminating it, shrine style. So
2: special. Yes. It was always in our front window of our house. No, so So you so could, cute. like, I would look at it, like, this is so, like, my childhood, but like, waiting for the bus in the fucking cold. Yeah. Outside mm. and it's, like, raining and it was always flooding everywhere because I lived by the river. Yeah. And... Not, like, in our yard, but at my my school. And I'd be waiting for the bus, and we'd, like, look up at the house, and my mom would be, like, inside with her coffee. Yeah. And all fucking warm and dry. And Daniel and I were waiting for the bus in the cold, and she was standing next to our headless horseman poster in the window, and our sign that said, boo, with, blue, like, bluey-purple nice twinkly lights. I never... All of the houses that I lived at, at my
0: mom's, um, the bus never stopped in front of the house. We would have to walk, like, a few blocks, and so I remember, like, always doing the walk to the bus stop Mm -hmm. and being, like, I'm so cold, and I don't know what time it is, and I don't know if I'm late for the bus or not, because I don't have a watch. We (laughs) had, so,
2: so, uh, that's because, like, you lived more in, like, quote-unquote town, so, like, you, you, the houses were closer together, so they did that, so they didn't have to stop so much, but I lived in the like out in the county yeah so they had to stop at every house because like that were so far the apart, next bus yeah. stop was up the hill <laughs> yeah. from where we were um and the reason why we had to stand out in the rain was because our driveway isn't that long like our house isn't set that far off the road yeah. but if we were up on the deck and it was like dark that time they of year, be able they wouldn't be able yeah. to see us so they wouldn't stop yeah. they would just drive on by if we weren't standing out there oh
0: yeah that's what they would do to us too yeah. It was very irritating. Which is, like,
2: just... Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. I was, if you're like... You're not there. You're not there. Yeah. And so, like, there, I remember times where, like, we would be, like, running out the door Booking to go to the it. bus stop yeah. so they don't drive away without us. Anyway. I would do
0: that. I would... I used to hate it because we were, like, down at the end of this really long street. Mm-hmm. And so you could see when the bus was getting there from, yeah. like, the down at the end of the street. But y- you wouldn't be able to get there in time. And so sometimes we would, like see the bus pulling up and start like sprinting to it but you like would never be able to make it in time it was awful yeah
2: there were times where I would be like standing in what like was the office at my parents house but it's the laundry room now um and there's like a window because we live like on a road that's like, the corner's not very far away onto, Mm -hmm. like, another road. Mm -hmm. And so I I would stand in that room and look down to see if the bus was coming from, like, as far as I could um, out that window because it was facing, like, yeah. a different direction than our driveway and then when I'd see the bus I'd be like okay Come we on. gotta go and then we'd like go run outside to get on the bus because by the time they got down to our corner and turned the corner and like accelerated to stop yeah. by our house like we have be... just enough time yeah. to get into the driveway enough that they'd see us <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's calculated mm-hmm. man
0: this episode made me happy yeah this was a fun one I loved it
1: and if you liked it too you should like it not like you should rate review and subscribe hell yeah um you can find us also if you want to look if you (laughs) want to see these pictures we were talking about, i have a
2: lot of pictures this week
1: excellent there's a lot of material um if you want to see them you can find them on instagram at the macabre cast pod also if you have thoughts about this do you have a childhood history with headless horsemen like brooke do you not and is that its own interesting thing
2: maybe you have it it with mummies i don't know i thought you were gonna say do you have a childhood (laughs) (laughs) do you have a childhood send us an email at the macabrecastpod at gmail.com we've never had one of those (laughs) yeah you can, oh, like. you can also um, leave uh, comments on Spotify now. So if you listen to us on yeah. Spotify, um, we tested it. <laughs> we had Sandra test it. Um, and you can leave comments on there, we, too. And we do get them.
0: Yeah. And we may or may not be changing it to ask um, our famous end question of what's in your cabinet mm-hmm. so that you guys can tell us what you put yeah, in Yeah, because we would, we would yeah.
2: love to hear more. You know, I, I hear from some people like yeah. what they think, but yeah. I'd love to hear more.
1: Mm hmm. <laughs> But, yeah, you can find us on Spotify for that. Um,
2: Thanks, Nikon. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Nikon. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Thanks, trainer. You're welcome. Um, And what's in your cabinet? Uh Good night.